Hello and welcome to episode 46 on the ADL show. What better way to get into the show than with this ineffable track by Sol Mariope from his recently released album Motherland Jazz. The song is called No Pressure featuring Stephen Richard. Instruments truly indescribable. What a perfect song. It's called No Pressure by Sol Mariope from his album Motherland Jazz, released earlier on this year. Stream the project, it is nothing short of amazing. Do follow Sol on Insta at King Sol Mariope and on Twitter at Sol underscore truth. Thank you so much for choosing us on this Thursday. I hope that you have been having a decent week. Last week, we released two episodes, the former being about marriage and motherhood at the age of 21, and the latter being the music edition with Piwa. Do check them out if you haven't already and let us know what you think about the shows. Now on this episode, we are getting into the lived experiences of mine and my sister's violent encounters with body shaming. And I would like to invite you to participate in this discussion by voting on the poll if you're listening to the show via Spotify. And also tweet us as you hear us as you listen on the socials we are at The NDL Show. Do follow or subscribe to the show on whichever platform you are using to listen to it. Rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and share it if you care. Submit your music or any other inquiries to our email on the NDL show one at gmail.com. Buy yourself the NDL show merch in the form of a t-shirt or a sweater at the price of 150 and 300 rand respectively. Simply place your order by DMing us. Orders are confirmed by payment. Now, you and I have a lot to get into, so do stay tuned. 
This is the NDL Show. Coming up on episode 46 on the NDL Show, we talk about the untold traumas of body shaming with my sister, Renee Ray Paloba. Together, we break down how our experiences of body shaming have affected the manner in which we view ourselves as well as how we navigate our lives. All of this coming up. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Joining us on the NDL show today is my dear sister, Renee Lue Poloba. She is a chartered accountant as well as a mother of three. She recently gave birth to twins and if you follow me on the socials, you will have seen them somewhere, somehow. So we're about to get into a discussion that often makes me so mad because I genuinely struggle to understand why society is the way that it is when it comes to body weight and the prescriptions of what is attractive and what isn't. I came across a tweet that read, Gaining weight around black people might be the worst thing ever because they go and make you feel it, right? And this comes at a time when I'm struggling with getting very ugly comments every week, right, about my body. So Renee and I will be sharing our lived experiences with body shaming, the imprint that these encounters have left on us, as well as how body shaming has left us dealing with the trauma of body dysmorphia. Renee, welcome and thank you so much for joining us on the NDL show. Thank you for having me on your show again. Of course, sis. Now, at what point, you know, did you realize that because of the countless comments you get from people saying, you know, that you've gained weight or that you're fat, that you started to move away from liking and loving your body? I think a, a long time ago, when I say long time ago, um, probably when I was in high school, uh, because you, you get to realize that, you know, what, when people are pointing out these things all the time, like, all the time it gets annoying but you also start asking yourself am i really am i fat or am i or is it because i'm different from how society views as a as a healthy woman i don't know so probably a while ago but i think also what i realized or when i realized is when i was looking at my pictures like we were having this discussion before this but when i was looking at my pictures when i was younger and i thought to myself oh my goodness i can't believe i actually thought i was fat in this picture like how did i think i was fat in this picture i was not even fat it was just a funny realization um that basically the amount of people that would say oh you're fat or oh, you've gained weight Woo! it actually affects the way you see yourself eventually you know so that's probably when i started to realize that wait a minute so i wasn't actually fat at that point but i thought i was fat at that point you know so what you actually hear a lot you start believing without a doubt and i relate because it's the same for me you know looking at my matric dance photos i've been like how you know, I actually looked so good and I remember that at that time I yearned so much for the possibility to lose weight. And I know that with our family, you know, we have the issue with our arms, the bye-byes, you know. And come to think of it, because of the conditioning within the family that our genes have prescribed big arms, I cannot recall a time when I was actually very comfortable showing my arms. When I do, I do feel uncomfortable, literally. I don't even know how as a family, you know, we can go about addressing the relationships that we we have with our arms because all of us don't like them so since you have been body shamed you know from a long time ago how have you been navigating through that lens of people consistently telling you this one thing um so i think 
you know what it depends on on where i am in life and i think right now it's i won't say easier but it's it's in a sense easier because i've just given birth to twins you know so i technically have an excuse you know so even when somebody says "Ooh, but you're so big i'm like well this body just carried two human beings darling you know what i mean um whereas previously when you don't have an excuse that's when i think it would affect me more and i would have to find ways of dealing with it and to be honest sometimes it's just a matter of not going to places you don't go to places where you feel like where somebody's going to be there who's going to start talking about your weight as though you can't see the fact that you have gained weight as though your clothes are not telling you that oh girl these clothes are a bit tight now you know what i mean so yeah i think it, it just depends i i have different coping mechanisms depending on where i am in life so now it's easier because i mean twins darling have you carried twins before Mm. if you have you know what i mean but if you haven't then i guess sit down and don't talk about my weights because you have no idea the amount of weight that this body had to carry for almost nine months it wasn't even nine months because i gave birth early but you know what i mean so yeah I think in, in high school, obviously, you you would internalize it a lot. In varsity, you would internalize it a lot because mm-hmm. at that point, you're still dealing with self-image and how you see yourself mm-hmm. and how others view you, you. You know what I mean? So it's a bit more difficult at that point in time because you're trying to find yourself without letting the external world define you, even though they have such a huge influence on how you see yourself. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But it was a bit challenging during those times. But I guess also just realizing yeah. that change what you want or change what you can rather um, and accept what you can't. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that is consistent in this life yeah. is change. You know, um, I, I know just before this, we were talking about how people expect you not to change. So like, for instance, the way you looked on your matric dance, people just expect you to stay looking that way as though time does not as though time stands still Mm. you know but change is consistent people grow you know Uh, there's a lot of factors actually that contribute to weight and you can't expect that because a person when they were 16 years old they weighed 50 kgs that that's going to still be the case now Mm. unless it's in their genes Mm. so yeah I, i could go on about this topic like you know you're same same you know and i get that because there have been many instances where i felt like the body that i have now that people are mentioning that i've gained weight and not in a good or appealing way i felt like that body wasn't mine you know like this body is not mine like i actually need to go to the gym and get my body you know people like saying that no go to the gym go fetch your body go get your body you know as if the body that you have right now is actually not yours and i would avoid any and everything that would remind me that uh, you know i've gained some weight i've gained weight so i stopped shopping for clothes you know mom would even shop for me because if if you remember that oh okay i was a size 36 for instance and now you you try and fit a size 36 and you're like, oh, it doesn't fit. You know what happens? I don't know if this happens to you, but this is what happens to me. Mm. Everybody who's ever said, oh, you're gaining weight, all of those thoughts start coming back, flooding my mind. Yeah. And I end up not even wanting to buy anything yeah. because now I'm at a stage where I'm not looking at my body and appreciating it for what it's gone through, you know, for, for carrying me, in mm. fact, for the 32 years of my life. I mean, that's long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, 
I, I share the same sentiments. Where it's like, fetch your body because this is not yours. No, but this is your body. You know, and it will be my body forever. Who else's body am I going to fetch? You know, and I know it's quite a popular hashtag on Twitter. And this is not to say that we don't understand the thought behind it, but rather that the language used definitely has its implications. And if you're listening, you know, do let me know what you think about this idea of fetching your body and whether you find that it might have an impact on the way that you view your body as it is right now. For me, hashtag fetch your body has made me feel that, you know, this body that I have but the weight gain is very temporary. And this is actually not my body. And because of that, I would feel that even though this is how I look right now, it's not how I want to look. And I wouldn't appreciate it because people have made me feel that actually I shouldn't appreciate it. And Renee, what have you caught yourself doing? You know, where you realize that you're reflecting the things that people have said in relation to your body. We've mentioned, you know, not wanting to go out shopping and seeing people who have known us when we were slimmer. What have you noticed about the way that you navigate life now that changed because of the fact that you were body shamed? Yo, a lot, a lot. I mean, firstly, I probably noticed that um, I was less happy around people that I haven't seen in a while or who haven't seen me rather in a while because I automatically knew that they're going to comment on my weight. It was like a given fact that, oh, they're going to they're gonna comment on my weight. So how do I then... Um, try and not let it affect me basically mm. you know because weight is a very sensitive subject for anybody whether you're fat whether you're skinny it's a sensitive topic because uh, we all have insecurities all of us have insecurities mm. i mean i'd like to see one person who tells me they have no insecurity at all about their body or even their face mm. you know what i mean i feel like that person would be lying mm. because society has portrayed a specific image of perfection yeah and so it is difficult for us to accept parts that we may feel are imperfect yeah. and that's why there's the whole thing of fit your body you know so besides the fact that um, I would probably avoid going to see people that I haven't seen in a while mm. simply because I don't want to have to deal with comments like that you know family gatherings hey some of us enjoyed ourselves during COVID yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was a blessing child yeah. because you knew there was not going to be that aunt who's telling you hey we has one good journey as though you don't see yourself but I mean other other things is when you're not even around those people right mm. And you're having a bad day, mm. and you're having a bad day, and on that particular day, you find yourself just thinking about what everybody has said, and then you find yourself speaking low of yourself. So that's what I've realized about myself that sometimes I would body shame myself, yeah, because I've heard that shaming so many times. So, in the time when I'm weak, you know, in, in the time when I'm insecure or the most insecure about myself, um that's when I'm going to think about these things. Yeah. And to be honest, if you hear something long enough, you start believing it, mm. right? But I think it is also upon ourselves to try and not believe everything that we hear. It's difficult, guys. I'm not even going to lie yeah. to you. It is very difficult for you to believe you're pretty when somebody tells you you're ugly, when a lot of people keep telling you you're ugly, yeah. you know? And I think what this hashtag of change your body, I mean, fetch your body, should should be stopped man because yeah. i feel like it's really unnecessary instead why don't we hashtag you know healthy looks different on everybody mm. your healthy is different from my health yeah you know what i mean 
I, I may be weighing a hundred and whatever kilograms, but that's a healthy weight for my bones. You yes. don't even know my bones. Mm. You don't know the structure. Oh. But because in society we have seen the skinny, skinny lady as the healthiest one, then however that anybody who looks different from that is automatically not healthy. Mm. But yeah, another thing that I've probably noticed that I've done is just being defensive. Mm. I think that's the other biggest thing that I've noticed. I find myself defending myself before even people... I don't give people to get a chance to discuss or to even bring up my weight. Yeah. I bring it up first so mm. that we can just... Let's just get over it. Let's pass. Because yeah. I know you want to bring it up. So let's just... You know, and other people actually don't really want to bring it up. But because you've put up such big walls and because of what you've been subjected to, you now assume that, oh, you know... But with those people that I know, ah, for sure, for sure, she's going to mention my weight, for sure. Mm. I bring it up from the get-go. Mm. Uh, so it's either you find yourself being defensive or you find yourself being mean. Yeah. Because it makes you want to be mean. When somebody says, ooh, I was born good to you also feel like saying, eh, well, nah, I mean, at least I've got an excuse. Exactly. I just gave birth to twins. Yeah. When I was that in cover that you've had for years, how do you feel? Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes you want to be a mean person because you're like, this person is making me feel even more horrible about myself as though I don't feel horrible already. Mm. Um, and they, it's, it's as though it's nothing to them. So maybe I should just reciprocate and make them feel horrible. And the thing is, you know that you're not a mean person. You're not that person. And as you're talking, I'm reminded by this instance in which I was pulled aside by this lady at church. And I was actually thinking that, okay, we're going to have some church talk, right? And actually, she said, Rumi, have you noticed that you picked up weight, you know, gesturing with her arms? And in my mind, I had so many questions, so many responses that went up because I'm coming from church. I felt one with the spirit of God and you are literally trying to put me in a position where I now have to fight you and I don't want to, you know. And also just the reality that most Sundays when I go to church, it's the same thing, different people, different ladies. Some days I'm lucky if I only get one comment, you know. But in the church, I've learned that that's where many hurtful comments are exchanged. You know, it's just unfortunate because I think it's not only the church, it's the community at large. It's the way society um, has been since the beginning of time, if I should even put it that way. Mm. Especially in the black community, I find that weight is a conversation starter. Mm. I mean, guys, is there no Why? other things to talk about? Like, Why? ask me about my career. Mm. Huh? Ask me about, you know entrepreneurship something yeah. not oh yeah wait is that why you pulled me aside you're concerned about my weight it shocks me every single time like i can never get used to it and it also reminds me of another situation you know um talking about just staying at home and not wanting to go out to see people but in this particular instance dad's friend actually came home you know and dad wasn't home yet and i was like okay i'm cozy it was a bit chilly so i was in my gown but i went to go open the gate you know for him and he said to me is it me or a or piggy up hey and genuinely, again, I was dumbfounded, you know, which made me realize that it's not only black women who, who, who make these comments, but it's also men who body shame, you know, and I have never, Renee, felt so betrayed by my body for gaining weight, you know, it felt like my body betrayed me for growing and developing. It's, it's really, it's really crazy. I don't know if you know this um, chick on TikTok, mm. I think her name is Kanisa. She, she did a video that killed me. And, you know, now that we talk about 
body shaming i feel like if she were to do one just on body shaming she would kill it you know where you ask a person when they say oh you've gained weight are you a shareholder of this body yeah yeah, yeah. what makes you think you have a say yeah in in my body yeah are you a shareholder mm. did you invest mm. anything so please don't come here and comment about my body yeah you know oh yeah. oh sweetheart i think the gym would suit you would would do so well for you uh excuse me are you a shareholder no so go sit down somewhere you know and you know speaking about speaking about men um commenting on weight i honestly i don't know if that bothers me more or less or mm. equal to when women do it um because i feel like you know the society has always been built around uh the women being on this earth for the pleasure of men so for instance wife don't let yourself go or because he married you skinny he might he won't find you attractive now that three kids later i'm making an example you know because you hear those comments as well yeah. and you hear them both from i have heard them both from males and females mm. like i had this one fee this one male from church actually remind me about how tiny i was during my wedding he was like yo do you remember when you came here when you first came to church you were so skinny and i'm like what I'm does sorry? that concern you though why does that concern you i'm not married to you though like why are you concerned you know what i mean yeah. so it's just unfortunate that men do it too but i think they do it because they've seen that women do it amongst themselves as mm-hmm. well and yes maybe for them also they're speaking from a point of privilege i don't know i don't know who who thinks they have the guts to actually speak about somebody's weight because i personally don't mm. i don't have the guts to go tell somebody else that oh you've gained weight because i know that weight is a sensitive topic yeah. it i just found it very weird that you actually would have the guts to speak to somebody about their weight you know because at the end of the day we all have insecurities i've never met a person who can say to me they they are 100% perfection in mm. their own eyes and sometimes those insecurities are internal meaning it's stuff that you yourself have not liked about yourself so mm. therefore you're insecure with you insecure about them and sometimes it's brought about because of external um circumstances or external people external factors which are people mm. who keep telling you oh you your your tummy is too big or your thighs are too big or no you should have a tiny waist mm. and a big booty yeah. you know because that's what that's where we are now in society mm-hmm. so i don't know why people feel the need to actually have these conversations when they don't even know what you're going through yeah like they have no idea whether you could be struggling with with depression whether you could be you know just going through the emotions i remember when i remember this now when mm. i got married right um few months after i got married or l- let's say a year after i got married mm. i started then getting comments of ooh you're gaining weight makoti you know mm. whether it's people from church or just people from family ooh yeah. you're gaining weight and my response would be yo nake jamunati haban timidi jo ban tsore handle you know um and i would respond like that on purpose because i'm like but why are you bothered why are you bothered about me gaining weight mm. it's my body yes if i'm happy and i'm happy gore itseng ke jamunati i'm i mean i'm a newlywed yes you understand the joy that is in honeymoon phase mm. do you understand why are you going to come here and try to you're trying to steal my joy mm. by mentioning something 
And you're mentioning that thing in a way that I can tell that you mean it in a negative way. Because sometimes it's also in the way your person brings up these things where you're like, oh, so you just, you just felt the need to say this so that to, you can yeah. ruin my mood yeah. and ruin my day. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, mm-mm. I don't know what we can do, to be honest. Mm. Um, because just like now, I've seen a lot of people post how you don't, you don't ask a person when they're getting pregnant. Um, you know, those are sensitive topics. It's stuff like that. Whether you are an in-law and you have a makoti, you don't ask them. When, when are we going to have grandkids or whatever, whatever, whatever. Because you don't know what they may be facing. Mm. I think we need to have the same thing about weight. Because yeah. you take it for granted in terms of how much it affects people and how much subconsciously you may think ah that comment didn't affect me but on your bad day it's gonna come back Mm -hmm. and you're gonna hear that comment as though that person who was saying is standing right here but they're not even with you definitely you know when i had my rant about this a little over a week ago people were saying to me you know just ignore them darling you know ignore them and the truth is that it is very hard to ignore um these comments when you encounter 1,000 different people who keep saying the same thing, you know, and if you're listening to this right now and you have an idea as to why people make it a point to tell people about their weight loss or weight gain, you know, please do hit us up on the socials. We do want to hear your perspectives as well. Now, we're all walking around with so much baggage, right? This morning, I had to convince myself that, you know what, I look good despite anything else. I had to feel myself to the point where I felt that my self-esteem was at a decent level enough for me to step out of the house. And then I encounter you at the mall after all of that. And you don't know my history. You don't know my life story. You don't know where I'm going. You don't know where I'm at mentally. And you make it to this point to tell me that I've gained weight, you know, and it's said in such a way that that gaining weight is not equated with being attractive. As soon as you gain weight, you're low-key being told that mm, you're now a bit unattractive. And that's also another problem. Mm. Who said gaining weight is unattractive? Who said uh, big thighs, thick thighs are not attractive? By whose standard? And why are we comparing every single person on this earth to one standard that we some of us don't even know where that standard comes from you know but that's all you see you see on tv and you see the skinny girl and you're like yo but i got curves for days i got curves for days homie so how must i cut these curves down because they're in my jeans Mm. and unfortunately i can't get rid of them you know so like whose standards are we comparing ourselves to and why are we comp- why are we doing that why do you feel the need so i want the listener to actually ask themselves if there are those people that are that actually do the body shaming or keep reminding people that they've gained weight or they've lost weight why do you do it does it make you feel better when you're commenting and saying Oh, but you've gained weight. Does it does it benefit you in any way mm. that the next person has gained weight or has lost weight? Why is that a conversation starter for you? I think those are the questions that we need to ask ourselves because I feel like there's so many other things we can talk about, guys. Yeah. We can come together and discuss business. We can come together and discuss how do we improve this economy? How do we create more jobs? There's so many youth that are unemployed, but we're out here pointing out a uh, weight. Weight. And also, why does my weight bother you? What I find is that most people that comment about um, weight, they are projecting. It's usually because they're insecure about how they look. Mm. So they feel the need to sort of project how they feel on the next person in the hopes to make that person also feel the same way. Mm. And some people, to be honest, do it 
subconsciously so they're not aware that they're doing this or they they affecting you like this because it's also how they feel about themselves mm. you know that's how that's how deep this thing goes you know i wish we had a a psychologist up in this show because mm. i feel like it, it it's so deep that you you do it without ex- without even knowing that you're doing it and that's why the whole thing of ignoring them i used to agree but now i think i'm at the point where i disagree because i feel like some people the more you ignore the more they want to you enable yes the the more they want to say oh you didn't hear me i've actually ignored a person by the way who said that to me oh you've gained weight i turned around and i started talking to the other person who was here mm. about a totally different conversation you know and that person was like how you didn't hear me you've gained weight and how? i'm like Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate. Mm. I appreciate the weight gain comments. It's very lovely. Thank you. What do you want me to say? Actually, what do you expect a person to say thank when you're you. like saying you've gained weight? What is the appropriate response? What is the appropriate response? You know, because I have had to bite my tongue in those moments knowing I want to scream. The question of are you aware? Like as in did you notice that you've gained weight? As in aware. Yo Wow. I'm sorry, Ma, you know, I actually wasn't aware. Thank you so much. I'll work on it. Yo. Now, Renee, you touched on something that I would actually like for us to get into. This concept of letting yourself go. Can you walk us through what that is and also touching on your own experience as well? Yeah, so you know, there's this thing where when you're a woman and you're married, um and then you start having babies, you'll start hearing a lot of people talk about ooh don't let yourself go ooh my god to be careful you know mm. he married you while you were still skinny so he's probably attracted to that type of woman so don't let yourself go eh uh, continue doing what you were doing to keep yourself looking the way you were looking basically mm. and Previously I used to think yeah yeah no of course a person must stay fit a person shouldn't relax and whatever whatever but you know after having kids I've realized that our bodies as women are very powerful mm. they're very powerful for the fact that they can actually carry human beings you know and you your body can never get back to how it used to be before you carried that human being mm. even if you go back to your previous weight mm. i don't know if you understand yeah. me right yeah. even if you lose all of that baby weight and you go back to the weight that you were your body will never be the same simply mm. because you have carried human beings and you have brought them onto this earth mm. by god's grace mm. i i should put that in because it is not only by your power but yeah. the physical body has actually carried a human being now when you talk about don't let yourself go eh you must be the same person or the same weight or the sa- you must look the same way that you did when you got married 6 years ago mm. but you're not the same person you're not the same person the reality of it is you've changed a lot has changed the person your husband married 6 years ago is very different from the person he's waking up today because 6 years ago there were no complication of kids it was just you and him it was a honeymoon phase you had so much time mm. on your hands You had time on your hands. You only had to worry about your job and cooking, maybe cleaning if you don't have a helper, you know, mm. and going out on dates and having date night. That's all that you have to worry about. Mm. Now there's kids involved. Now your 24 hours feels like 12 hours because you can't even fit in a schedule to exercise. It's not an excuse, né? Mm. He- hear me very clearly. 
the adjustments that have that have to happen from when before you've had kids to after you've had kids it's a huge adjustment i've seen myself having to adjust because now you realize that things that you previously could do you can't do them now Mm -hmm. but now everybody expects you to be the same person that you were appearance-wise. And what I'm picking up from this is that this concept prescribes that you should not let yourself go for your husband's sake, right? It's, It's actually not about you. If you gain weight or if you lose weight, you need to think about your husband, you know? It's not about you. And you must continue to look good, as good as when he married you, and be enterprising for him and not yourself. Also, that's exactly why I actually don't like that statement. Because then it makes it seem like your entire existence here on earth is purely to please and for the pleasure of him Mm -hmm. and it's got nothing to do with how you feel and it's got nothing to do with you and whether you have personal growth it's got nothing to do with that Mm -hmm. everything should be for his benefit of which i don't know what world that would be i know previously that's how uh, things were where the woman doesn't go to school um has to you know cook and clean but we're living in a totally different society right now we're living in a society that needs two people to be working in a household for you to make sufficient to live the lifestyle that you want you need both husband and wife to be working if that was not the case we would still be in those times where the husband is going to work and the wife is chilling at home you know what i mean so unfortunately our mindsets in this generation has changed yeah it has changed so like i said change is consistent we have to move with the times you can't expect that i must do things purely for his pleasing and i think for me ne? for mm. me personally it's hard for me to do something that's going to please somebody else if i'm not pleased myself just like it's hard for me to give when i when i'm not full so i can't give from an empty cup i'm sure you've mm. heard that saying and you see you realize it a lot when you have kids because you realize that you know you've got all this love to give but honey when you're exhausted you can't give when when you feel like crap, mm. you can't give. You can't you are unable to give. So you actually have to take the time to take that day, to take that whether it is an hour in that day, to say, you know what, I'm going to do a face mask. I'm going to chill on my bed on Instagram for an hour because that's what I wanna do, because I will feel better. I'm refueling myself however mm. way. Whether it is reading the Bible, listening to music, whatever that helps you to refuel you for mm. you to be able to give. So in the same way, I can't listen for me, ne? I can't lose weight because for instance, my husband wants me to, yeah. if that was the case. Mm. Ne? If that was the case, let's say my husband was on my case, he lose weight. I wouldn't be able to do it because he wants to. Mm. He wants me to. Mm. I have to be the one who wants to do it. So nobody can actually force you to do things that you don't want all you can do is encourage a person Mm. to be healthy healthy is the new lifestyle that we're going for we're not going for skinny we're not going for big booty tiny waist we're going for healthy Mm. how's your blood pressure how's your cholesterol level i mean this whole thing of trying to be skinny and doing things that are detrimental to your health Mm. i was watching this show on youtube uh, you actually introduced me to it. Fix my mm-hmm. life. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fix my life. And there was a woman who went for butt injections. Oh, yes. Yo, I, I will never forget that episode. Thank you. Never. She went for butt injections mm. and 
it obviously became such a health hazard that mm. the doctors were like, babes, you've damaged your body so much, you actually are going to die. Yeah. Because the stuff that you're putting in your butt have now gone into your lungs mm. and now going into your kidney, mm. blah, 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 blah. And I was sitting there watching the show, I actually got very emotional because it made me realize how... As much as we'd like to say external factors don't contribute to how you feel, they actually do. And the fact that you could actually end up going to such extremes trying to change yourself because you want people to perceive you in a specific way. You know what I mean? So she went through those lens of, oh, in my industry, I need to have a big booty. Mm. And I don't have a big booty. Mm. So I'm going to go get butt injection. And she's like, I can't, I can't afford... Um, the proper ones that are certified and whatnot, mm. but I want this part. You know, there starts being a thin line between stuff that you would do or the lens that you would take just so people can stop commenting negatively. Mm. And I, I would like to imagine that that lady, she probably got so many comments about how she doesn't have her ass. Yeah. She probably got so many comments and she thought about it at night that, ooh, I need, I need a big booty. I, mm. need, I, need, I just need a big booty. That's yeah. what I need. You know, that's the one thing I need. Then mm. my life will be perfect. Mm. You know what I mean? It just shows you how words can affect the way a person thinks and the way a person feels. Mm. Having said all of this, I also do think that we need to find a way in as much as not letting other because you can't control what people say you can't control what people say all you can do is control how you respond to it on your good days it's easy to respond to yeah. it because it's a good day mm. but on the bad day you could get a bit feisty mm. you know you could tell a person about their own body mm. and shame them because they're doing it to you you mm. know what i mean so maybe we need to find a way on educating our communities at large. Yeah. Like, la la la, we don't talk about weight. Because mm. you don't know what that person is going through. If you're so concerned about their weight, find out how they're doing. And when it's like that, I find that it's so much easier to accept advice from people when you've asked for it. You know, as opposed to someone just coming to tell you that, you know, you need to change your eating plan. No, it's so intrusive and actually quite a violent way of approaching people. And all of this comes down to the fact that, you know, once you internalize these very hurtful words, it's quite hard to feel pretty. Even subconsciously, this reflects, you know, where you don't even realize that you are hating yourself, such as is coloniality. And further projecting that onto someone else, you know, because I've also had a friend of mine say, friend, don't gain any more weight, you know. And even though it might have come from a good place, the rest of my mood for that day was down. Because in essence, she was telling me that uh, if I gain any more weight, you know, there's going to be a problem. Whereas she could have just said to me, friend, you look amazing. Just to show how deeply entrenched this thing is, you know, it's not just in older people as well. And, and the thing is, it's not just old women, but the young women have been taught by the old women. Hmm, hmm. And as we conclude, Renee, you know, as someone who has experienced body shaming and speaking to someone who might hate their body right now, who might be listening and, you know, might also struggle with a little obsession with their flaws, which is subsequently as a result of body shaming, what advice would you give to them? You know, something that they can try just to get back to, to trying to learn to love yourself wholeheartedly. 
you know, someone might be listening to this and might not be feeling attractive, not because, you know, of themselves, but rather because of how many people have body shamed them. Yo, it's it's really it's really difficult to give advice because this is like it's a very sensitive topic and sometimes um because we experience different levels of body shaming or body uh, how do you say it dysmorphia dysmorphia yes different levels of it you know so i think one thing that i would plead uh, or plead with the listener is maybe start by writing something positive or saying something positive about your body on a daily basis i try and do that i forget sometimes i do forget because i do get busy mm-hmm. um but i think it tunes your mind and and it reminds you that you know what yes even if you've gained a few pounds or a few uh, kgs or whatever but this body has been with you since day one you know so try and think of positive things about your body so that the voices that are external you, it's like you're shrinking them mm. you know what i mean so that you can hear your voice more mm. so in in your mind when you're having a, a bad day you want the voice that says but your body has carried you 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 can walk many kilometers with that body these legs honey mm. as as big as they look to you right now they can take you from here to five kilometers away from wherever you are you know what i mean yeah. so try and actually think positively and i think it has to be uh, it has to be consistent and it has to be you you have to do it consciously mm. every day make that conscious decision to say you know what who, i don't care who says what but this is what i appreciate about my body this if there's stuff that you want to change and you feel that you can change them this is what i want to change you know but i also want the listener to realize that healthy is different for everybody i think i've said that like five times already mm. whatever is healthy for you may not be healthy for the next person so discover what is healthy for your body mm. discover what is healthy for your body structure um and you know and then work towards that do not compare yourself to society don't compare yourself to the next door neighbor lalela even your parents might compare you to your sibling don't mm. do it don't allow that to affect you as easy as it is to say it but literally you have you have to consciously remind yourself that you know what this is my body i don't need to go fetch it mm. i don't need to go fetch it because this is this is the it's one i fetched. have <laughs> yes if i want to improve this one that i have mm. let me improve it but let me understand that because of the life that i've gone through it may never get back to the way it was. In fact, some of us we don't we don't want to strive to the way it was. You want mm. it to be better. So you don't want to go fetch the body that you mm. had years ago. You want it to be better because you realize that you know what it's gone through a lot and I want it to be better because hey, you know, I've got twin boys. We'll be running around very soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just try and stay positive but also just say something positive about your body each and every day i think then that way you'll realize that even when somebody says it doesn't affect you that mm. much anymore you may look at your cup and be on some i may i may have fat around my my belly but you know what there were babies in there mm. two of them in fact you know what i mean yeah. so try and think positively but i also would like you to at least try and encourage the people around you about this topic so that people are aware you know being aware also helps people act differently so a person won't know that them saying you're gaining weight actually affects you unless you tell them mm. so 
allow yourself to tell the ones closest around you to say laleland guys Linda Bayguti is discussing e wait in Jalo. Like, uh, uh, let's talk about better things. Mm. Let's talk about careers. Let's talk about, you know, entrepreneurship. Things that will that will take us forward and not yeah. something that has nothing to do with you, but you want to talk about it. I definitely agree. You know, those are very great pointers on how we can try to choose ourselves every single time. You know, we're living in a time where social media also has been so in our faces, especially because of COVID. And it's so hard not to see the posts and, you know, what people think is attractive, which also leads to comparisons. I know right now the thing that's in is the BBL shape, having a small waist, thick thighs, you know, all of that. But I definitely think that if we continue to have conversations like these, you know, where we come to understand that actually this thing has been affecting me to this degree, because sometimes you don't even realize that, hey, this thing, young herd, it's actually affecting me. Today, let's let's say that we're not going to fit our bodies. This is what we have, and we're going to work with what we have. Body shaming certainly needs to stop. And perhaps maybe in the same breath, let's start asking people, you know, in that moment, when they are body shaming, why are you body shaming? You know, what is the reason for you mentioning my weight? How does it assist you? How does it help you navigate? One more comment before I go. I also think if, if because social media has such a big impact, mm. when you feel like you're getting to the point where you're, just the comp- you're comparing yourself so much to what you see on social media, take a break, Lala. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Take a break so that you can remind yourself, hey, we taking Kinda, this is Instagram, it's social media. Yeah. We only see what people want us to see. We don't see the whole picture. We don't see the full story. Exactly. We just see what people want us to see. Just take a break from it and then remind yourself that you are pretty and love yourself yeah. the way that you are. And yeah. continue working on yourself. Choose yourself today. Renee, thank you so much for making time to come onto the NDL show today. It's a pleasure. That was Renee Lepoloba, my sister. Um, people say that, you know, we talk the same, like the language we use is the same and sometimes we sound the same. Please, please. If you're listening to this, I know you'll give me an objective answer. Would you say that that is true? You know, and I felt that it was very important that we touched on our lived experiences concerning body shaming because of how much it has affected our sense of self, you know, our self-esteem. Please do share your story with us, you know, DM us if you resonate so that we can further discuss this, you know. I'm very interested in finding out the experiences, you know, of people who identify outside of female. Do not hesitate, you know, this show is for everybody. Let us know because together we all need to work to stop this from continuing. A very deep form of coloniality. Please do follow Renee on Insta. She is at radiant underscore Renee. She also has a lifestyle YouTube page called Renee Lep- Please do subscribe for wholesome content. It's a wrap from me. Let us know what you think about this conversation on the socials. We are at the NDL show. We leave you with this amazing, amazing track by Venus Raps featuring Rhea Black called 1111. This one is from Venus Raps 2021 album called Air. Do stream it today. Thank you so much for listening from my producer yeah. Tilani Sidra and I catch you on the next one. I can't believe we really made it, I'm partly surprised. Remember when the boys and I would talk about the rise all night while putting in the work we knew would change our lives. Back when I really covered it, expensive Gucci slides. It's crazy how we up now, our enemies demise. Jumped over all the hurdles that our enemies devised. We kept the faith in God. 
God Though we kept on getting tried And now the revolution can't help but be televised Remember when the biggest problem to me was the roof Remember when all I had going for me was the booth Remember when my corner was just TKRTQ Why they carried me, them niggas had no reason to I write this in the past tense like I'm really looking back Cause I don't see my future being worse off than my past They'll ask me why I wrote this when my life wasn't the best 11-11, my nigga, let me manifest Yeah, yeah. I Manifesting all the awards, the accolades I manifest not having remorse cause I'm the best I'm manifesting Ferrari horses and a jet The devil gon' stay choking cause my God will interject I'm manifesting peace in my life, love with no end My niggas having girls that gon' hold them down till the end I'm manifesting houses and cars, maybe a pen And most of all to keep on getting better with the pen I'm manifesting billionaire status, surely more To stay hungry and chasing even when I'm at the top for life to never have me put my head into a rope To always have something I'm grateful for during the toast I'm manifesting health in my body, wealth in my soul I pray I buy my mother a Porsche when she's 44 Lord Jesus, please don't ever let them niggas with me fold And do with me whatever gon' benefit 0 3 4, yeah, yeah. I go with the flow, it's a movement Yeah, my soul is a goal, I'm not human I've been planning and planning on how to do this Take my songs and make them just the music, yeah, I manifest 